Sky with SGWellfire.com, Final Days Report, episode 177. Glycol is the substance that actually protects nanotech, that gene defiles, that self-assembles, that monitors you. Glycol is in your food today, my friends. The Lord gave me a dream about glycol, and I started researching how are they going to defile our food with this nanotech gene defilement technology Right, Biden signed the executive order that basically pushes transhumanism. We've done a couple podcasts on nanotech and food. Well, the Lord gave me a dream that really is a rabbit hole on research with glycol. I think this is the keys to make sure that you eat safe and protect your family. And again, we started this Watchman ministry because when I first became a Christian, I'd have dreams that would come true on a personal basis and even some prophetic dreams starting to come true, for example. Early days of my ministry, I warned a fellow friend that he's going to whittle to nothing with alcoholism. And sure enough, that's happened. Early days of the ministry, I think it was when Obama first was in office, I had a dream that Russia would attack the United States, and it was vivid. Now we're on the verge of World War III. It's come out that the UK and the United States were involved in the pipeline destruction. Those are acts of war, my friends. And granted, I think part of this could be theater. I'm 70% there that we're poking the bear 30% that this is theater. But at the end of the day, I started this Watchman ministry because Acts 2.17, old men will have dreams, young people have visions in the end of days. And what really took me back when I read the scripture, if a watchman does not blow the trumpet and people get killed and they're not saved, the blood goes back on your head. So that's why I started this ministry. That's why I'm doing this versus doing marketing because I feel like we're in the end of days and I need to blow the trumpet and I'll be blessed when I'm blessed. It is what it is. And I'm blessed, hopefully saving souls. So let's get to the dream that I had. This was a wild one. So I'm at home and a next door neighbor was throwing a party and I walked over with a friend of mine to get some free food and there was a mega tent. There was a mega tent and as we we're going up to this professionally catered event, I saw eggs, cartons of eggs and I saw flour. And I always tell people, don't eat processed foods. Eat things that are not processed. I'm like, oh good, in my spirit. I'm like, eggs and flour, not very processed. So we get in line for the free food smelled great. And all of a sudden the Holy Ghost nudged me and said, get out, do not eat that food. So I went the opposite way. And it was like a U shape where people were getting in line to get their free food. And as I'm walking out, I left my friend. He gets his free food at the same time I walked out. I was shocked how fast he got his food. And I'm like, what did you get? What's in the food? And he looked at me and he said, glycol, garisol, glycol, garisol. And we dive into glycol. It's mind bending. I'm just touching the surface on how this is a technology to actually give you nanotech. And there are massive issues with it, my friends. And Garisol, I have a point of view as well. And it was clear to me, Garisol and Glycol were the two words I heard. Then my dream flashed to a 5G cell phone tower. And again, the fourth B system that Daniel spoke of, our ministry's point of view, is transhumanism. It's artificial intelligence. It's this quantum computer that speaks to the other side. It's this uh, poison poke that defiles the temple of God and changes your DNA and has self-assembling nanotech. More, more information is coming out about that, where they're actually showing this nanotech self-assemble when it's hit with 5G. 5G, in our personal opinion, is the fake Holy Ghost. And this fourth beast system does have tentacles to the old Roman Empire, but who's funding all these tech companies? It's the old Roman Empire, my friends. And I think this has something to do with the Tower of Babel as well, the technology back then. So let's continue on the dream. So I saw the cell phone tower and then I was like, get home, get home now. And I wasn't 100% sure, is my food poisoned with glycol? So I'm going to take you through the research. 
So there are a bunch of different glycols. Um, ethylene glycol is toxic. And this is the stuff that's an antifreeze that kills pets often. It antifreeze actually drips down and then your pets, cats or dogs start drinking it, let's say in your garage or driveway. That's a big issue. And there are even some cases of um, some women that killed their husbands using antifreeze when they would cook for them. So, and, and used for suicide, that sort of thing as well. So I'm like, is, is the Lord trying to tell me that I need to get home because maybe somebody is trying to poison me? You know, I've had some major identity theft issues. My mail stopped, my cell phone hacked, emails not getting through, house broken into, paperwork missing. I mean, you name it, I've seen it. And especially after I did the podcast about um, CPS and child trafficking, it really started to get heavy. But it drove me down this whole glycol, a, sub, a version of glycol is really used in nanomedicine that is a delivery vehicle. So how are they going to taint our food legally with this executive order? Well, they're going to use glycol. So I think this is going to be a key ingredient to look for when you check out ingredient declarations. So let's read a glycol nanomedicine via a metal coordination, supermolecular self-assembly that freaked me out. Self-assembly, these nano machines, nanobots. Like I like to call this fourth B system graphene heads, mind controlism. It's not communism. It's not socialism. It's not fascism. It's mind controlism is the final world government. That's why God cannot redeem you. When you were, I think this vaccine poison poke and all this nanotech, I think it's, I think it's gene defiling, but it's a primer. There's going to be another step where you have to worship this image in my personal opinion, but I wouldn't take any of this stuff because you can be controlled. You can be programmed. So the self-assembly strategy for drug release monitoring, that's the other keyword, to monitor you. Reminds me of Microsoft's patent, 060606, that can monitor your activity, right? You're going to be the cell phone in 2030, according to the World Economic Forum speaker. And it goes on to say, and chemo-chemodynamic therapy. It's always, it's always for good with medicine, right? No, this is gene defilement as the days of Noah, my friends. You need to share this podcast about this and pray on it. So I kept on going down glycol. So it's a coating, coating the surface nanoparticles with polyethylene glycol. They call it PEG or pegylation is commonly used approach for improving the efficacy of drug and gene delivery to target cells and tissues. So drugs, nanotech, and gene delivery. That's gene defilement. That's mRNA technology that needs some sort of coating or else it falls apart. So building from the success of pegulating proteins to improve the systematic circulation time and decrease immunogenicity, the impact of PEG coatings on the fate of systematically administered nanoparticle formulations has and continues to be widely studied. So it really goes on to talk about how PEG is key, this glycol is key to protect these delivery systems, these gene delivery systems, this nanotech delivery systems. Gets pretty technical, pretty quick. Well, is this crap in your food? Propylene glycol is commonly used as a food additive. It helps preserve moisture as well as dissolve colors and flavors. It's also used in some medications, cosmetic products, antifreeze, and other industrial products. This is the coating for this nanotech. Propylene glycol, should it be used in baked goods? Although helpful in dough, propylene glycol is being questioned. You think? Propylene glycol is used as an anti-caking agent, dough strengthener, emulsifier, flavor agent. This is from bakerpedia.com. 
And I'm like, is this stuff in eggs? Like, why did the Lord show me eggs? It is. All chemicals used on eggs during this process are required to be recognized as safe food additives. Oh, good. Just like um, fluoride in the water, which includes propylene glycol. These chemicals are applied to the egg is at its most porous. So, so it's sucking in this crap. It's common practice to feed commercial laying chickens feed containing propylene glycol. Why? We're being poisoned. This is a toxic soup. You need to make money before you die. And now they're just trying to control us. So again, I started diving deep into this nanotech, and this was fascinating. Federal Lab helps clients move prospective nanomedicines. So our government's pushing this nano crap. So far, only a handful of nanomedicines have gotten Food and Drug Administration. Glycol PEG, for which this is particularly useful. So this is in 2013. Glycol, this PEG that we talked about before, has had experience with this nanomedicine. And this article goes on to say, early this year, AstraZeneca and Pfizer each signed on the trap some of their own drugs inside nanoparticles of Cambridge Mass-based bind therapeutics. Each deal could net the firm 47 to 70 million in upfront milestone payments. This is back in 2013, they were working on this glycol nanotech delivery system, and it's in your food. Let's continue reading from this article. NCL once encountered a gold nanoparticle coated with polyethylene glycol PEG, for which this was a particular problem. One batch of the proprietary material caused only mild inflammation in the lungs. Does that sound familiar with the lung issue? But a second batch caused severe lesions on the animal's lungs. Hmm. After additional testing, the lab scientists realized that PEG, and again, that's that glycol, a molecular placed on the particles to help them evade the immune system was slowly coming off. That meant that the older particles didn't have enough camouflage to escape detection. Unbelievable. So then it gets even deeper. I might play this guy at the end. He's a little dry. But the name of the video, the risky side effects of pegulation and nanomedicines and biologicals, immunogenicity and immune responses. And there's a picture, if you're just listening, of people breaking out. Reminds me of the mark of the beast. Sores, blood abnormalities, leukemia. I mean, this is evil stuff. Uh, rashes, eczema, cardiac. People can't breathe. Arrest. I mean, rise of PAP, rise, decline of SAP, decline of CO and PCO2. Hemodynamic alterations, it goes on to say. And then it's just wild, this face. The, the Janus face of pegulation, the peg paradox. So you have somebody smiling, increased circulation time, decreased interaction of plasma proteins, and then you have the devil telling you what's going on here. Hypersensitivity reactions, CARPA, immuno, immunogenicity, ADA formation. And I should, CARPA is, I'll have to dive I'll put in CARPA and ADA definitions in the link below. So they're just, they're telling you, friends, that this stuff is evil. So then the last part, like Garisol, what is that part of the dream? And Garisol is this clear crystal. And it, it basically is used a lot by witches. So here's a place where they're selling a crystal on velvetwitch.com. So I'm not 100% sure where the garrisol comes into play, but I heard it very, very clearly. And it lines with the throat and third eye. 
and the crown chakras. So this is like mysticism stuff. It just reminded me of quantum consciousness that some so-called truthers were talking about in that podcast I talked about, about the quantum financial system. Maybe Garisol is this witchcraft. Maybe there's some elements that they're putting in the food too. I'm not to control you. I could not find anything, but at the end of the day, it's witchcraft, it's sorcery, it's pharmakia, right? Revelation 18, look up sorcery in the King James Version. People were hoodwinked. Well, let's finish off with some scripture. Now the spirits speak us especially that in a later time, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having the conscious seared with hot iron, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats, which God hath created to be received in thanksgiving for them that which believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good and nothing is to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving, for it's sanctified by the word of God. So I'm saying pray over your food because this nanotech, God only knows where this stuff is. Okay, well, uh, good morning. Uh, welcome all um, at this early morning hour of, of a last stage of a series of uh, sessions on a relatively dark side of our field, uh, toxicity and safety. Uh, <clears throat> looking at the program today, uh, I noted that uh, Fortunately, uh, almost every speaker not only highlight the problems, but also give a solution uh, to those. And uh, on this line, uh, I happen to be the first speaker. So I introduce myself. I am Janos Sebeni from Budapest, Semmelweis University. And I'm going to talk about the risky side of regulation uh, of nanomedicines and biologicals, uh, namely immunogenicity uh, and immune reactivity. Um, let me just highlight what I'm going to talk about. Um, I find it very useful to, to for, make a forecast so that you can follow where I am. Like a few words on PEG in general um, and PEG-related drugs. Then highlight the PEG paradox, um, the immune side effects despite claims about the opposite, that uh, PEG provides no or prevents immune side effects. And then uh, talking about acute reactogenicity or hypersanity reactions uh, or CARPA, this has been a subject over many years here, so I will try to go through it uh, quickly just for those who have not seen it. And then turn attention to the uh, long-term immunogenicity for which we have new data, uh, <clears throat> previous evidence in murine models and our uh, pig experiments uh, over the past few months, and then the uh, significance of all this. Well, a PEG, as you all know, um, is a polyethylene glycol, uh, oligo or polymer of ethylene oxide, also known as polyethylene oxide or PEO or polyethoxyethylene. Uh, it is applied in the industry, cosmetics and medicine widely, and it is widely used among us for uh, conjugating various drugs, for extending their circulation time um, and these drugs include proteins and nanoparticles uh, equally, or, or as uh, nanomedicines. Now, we are all well aware of doxyl being a pegylated liposome, but uh, um, little word has been devoted recently, or in general, at this forum, uh, on, on proteins, uh, uh, namely 
biologicals, for some reason it was uh, called as uh, being kicked out from this forum. Well, it's not kicked out because the pegylated forms of uh, antibodies um, are uh, legible nanoparticles. I mean, legal nanoparticles, le legible and also legal. And there are a lot of examples for such uh, pegylated proteins um, already in market, uh, as you can list, uh, see this list here. Uh, I will not uh, read it, but uh, uh, you can, you, you know that uh, um, today this is the biggest market, the biggest business, uh, and uh, uh, there's a lot, lot more uh, already uh, in the market than show, showed here. <clears throat> now here is the um, paradox, the PEG paradox, that we know PEG uh, as, uh, as uh, somebody or something very beneficial for us uh, in that it, in, it, by increasing the circulation time and decreasing the interaction with plasma proteins, uh, it, it should uh, reduce the uh, interaction with the immune system. However, uh, this, does, this is not quite the case because, as you will see, uh, pegylated uh, particles and proteins cause these two uh, immune side effects, uh, the subject of this talk. And even if you uh, bring up uh, PEG in the Wikipedia, uh, you can read here that um, attachment of PEG to a drug or therapeutic protein can mask the agent from the host's immune system or reduce immunogenicity and antigenicity, which is apparent, uh, it's clearly uh, not quite true, so it is a paradox about PEG. And briefly, the CARPA concept, uh, that is to say the um, immune reactions, uh, the concept is that a large fraction of acute hypersensitive reactions or allergic reactions to IV drugs uh, is caused by complement activation, or at least complement activation uh, is an important factor uh, in these reactions. And uh, many state-of-art anti-cancer and other nanomedicines and therapeutic antibodies have heightened risk for activate, to activate complement and therefore cause these reactions. <clears throat> there are several um, groups of drugs which are known to cause carpus. You can see liposomal drugs, micellar drugs, and biologicals without, without PEG. This is our subject today. And uh, radiocontrast media, enzymes without PEG, and miscellaneous small uh, other molecules. Um, CARPA appears at the first uh, treatment, no prior exposure. So CARPA is definitely different from immunogenicity in this regard. CARPA can be milder or absent upon re-exposure, uh, and in this regard it is different from uh, classic allergy, and it can spontaneously resolve. Um, there's pulmonary infiltration in animal experiments showing this, and the high reaction rate is also unique to CARPA. And uh, just to remind you the symptoms, uh, it can be mild, moderate, severe, you can read it here. Um, these symptoms repeat many times uh, in this presentation, so I don't read it here. The bottom line is that uh, mostly they are mild or moderate. It does not require any intervention, but if it is severe, then the uh, infusion or treatment has to be stopped. Now, <clears throat> looking at the uh, evidence or um, public knowledge. So I'll put the link of this video below. It's pretty, pretty dry, but 
it's fascinating. I mean, they're just telling you we're getting poisoned. 